The Royal Rumble was last night. Who won? Who lost? What do we think? Well, it wasn't last night. A few days ago. But well, for us, for it's us, last night. It was last night. What do we think? Check it out. What's your bacon? Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! Bacon! Bacon! Bacon is my Welcome. Yeah. We're, uh, it's just us again. It is. It is. These just shows us. are working out really nice. I, I, I think people actually enjoy them. I um, enjoy them. I enjoy them. I, I enjoy because, like, we get to talk about things that we, we usually would. And then we, yeah. then because we were doing so many of the guest podcasts, we kind of fell back on that. And then sometimes it happens in the wee hours of the night after two or three episodes. That's true. And and you forget these conversations. So well, now we're getting to document them again. It's and great. also we're able to put this out kind of week of yeah. the 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 thing we're talking about. Yes, which um, is really cool. Whereas before it would be something where it was like, hey, you you know, for us it it was yesterday, but for you, you're listening to this three weeks after something right. happened. So it's cool. I like being topical on that. Too. I do I do enjoy that. Uh, um I want to point out something first though. Go ahead. Go ahead. This stand, if I you're watching, that. we have this little stand. You put this little stand here mm-hmm. uh, to, to hold up our, our sponsor, Mythical Beards. Yes, the, yes. The sticker we got from them. And uh, nice stand. We were balancing that on our uh, on our DrinkWildBills.com sponsor cup yes. before. Uh, now? Now it's got its own stand. stand. It's moving on up. Uh, if you go to MythicalBeards.com, uh, use a promo code BACON15. You can get everything uh, 15% off. Yeah. Uh, they have like really good uh, dry colognes. Mm-hmm. They have regular colognes. They have beard oils, beard balms, if you will. Um, yeah. I, wearing, I love Mythical I'm beers. not wearing any of it right now. Normally I would be. Yeah. But I'm waiting because I'm getting, I've got some like gross growth that's mm-hmm. happening right now. It does not look good. Okay. Uh, but I was waiting because I recently received in the mail Manscapes. New yeah. beard trimmer and beard hole setup thing. So uh, Do they have a fancy name for it? Uh, it is the, uh, the beard grooming kit. It's right over there. Yeah. Right over here. Um, they have a brand new beard grooming kit. Now, I will say, I used mine yesterday. Nice. Uh, because you, you look the you hedger. Look very nice. Um, uh, hands down, dude, this thing is awesome. Beard hedger pro kit. Nice. Um, it's it, the... The, the everything from we're gonna do a we're gonna do an unboxing yeah and okay. and I'm gonna and I'm gonna bring you what I used to use like some of the things I used to use uh, I feel super confident using this particular beard trimmer so I'm I, not gonna show you any of it yet I did trim it I did trim it a little shorter than I wanted to mm-hmm. because I I'm not you know like they have different settings um, they have like twenty some odd different settings on the one thing and. Uh, I went a little shorter than I wanted to, okay. but it did a great job. Nice. And I don't have like the the weird, um, you know, the stragglers, right? Yeah. So so if you want to keep your beard thicker, you go down, right? right. You're just trimming the, the outsides. Right. And then sometimes with like what I had, it's like these little forky things and it just kind of goes down and it makes sure that you don't push it too far to the your guard. face. Right. But it doesn't get those little strays right kind of like stick out some of them sometimes yeah 
This did none of that. It really? felt oh, dude, the, yeah, it's great. So we'll talk about that more uh, on you know later on and stuff. Yeah, like cool. That. I'm gonna I'm uh, gonna check it out. I'm, I'm I might do a video uh, of me using it. Oh, okay. Just to kind of like show it being used. Yeah. Just because I think it'll be funny because I also uh, just for men my beard because I have too much gray in it. Yeah. Which bothers me and I don't like the way it looks. I don't care if you judge me. Whatever. It's totally okay. Mm -hmm. But if I shave it off, it'll look pretty funny because. Yeah. Uh, I'll have like a gray patch in the middle. <laughs> uh, go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code BACONPOD. Get 20% in free shipping off of your order of their new beard products, as well as our favorite crop mops. Yep. And the Perfect Package 4.0 with the lawnmower where you so, – so they keep your, your balls clean. Yeah. Shave if it's your good beans, enough for your balls, shave your cheeks. it's going to be good enough for your face. Shave your right? beans and your cheeks. And now the fact that they have two different – Razors is great because now you're never ever gonna go balls to face ever again. Right, right. I mean, some people have separate razors. That's like that's like ATM in the worst way. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So uh, I do know that Dax Harwood mm -hmm. um, of uh, FTR. Yeah. I listened to his podcast. Also, they're also sponsored by Manscaped. And uh, last week's episode, they weren't talking about the beard trimmer, but they were talking about the the lawnmower yeah and uh the beard trimmer is the hedger okay right uh they were talking about the lawnmower which makes sense because the lawn's on the ground yeah that's your ground level mm -hmm. right? the hedger is the uh and the hedger is what she you know, it makes your the rest of your house look pretty. nice yeah. yeah it makes it look pretty yeah. uh he was talking about how he used the uh the lawnmower on his face mm. and uh he was like but i use it before i put it on my balls well right but then guess what then it's still after you, you eventually put it on your balls right so and then this you prevents you from ever having to right. do it. You never yeah. have to do that. So, uh, yeah, sweet. Uh, we check have other sponsors. Yeah, Go. check them all out at BigAsMyPodcast.com for the most up-to-date codes and the most up-to-date discounts that you can get. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Royal Rumble. Uh, now, I don't know. Like we got off of the uh, the WWE and wrestling stuff for a little while on this show, mm -hmm. um, and and part of that was also because I was very very down on the product i yes. did not enjoy it for a long time and we actually we recorded a, a pretty drunk uh that's why it didn't air yeah it was just drunk yeah and 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 you were trying to convince me of why i need to like wwe and i was like no, i don't i was trying to convince you of why i enjoyed wwe oh. even when other people weren't liking it oh yeah, but it turned into this is why you need to like it. I don't. I don't think that's what it, it was. no. You weren't pushy about it, but you were like, when I explained why I didn't like something, mm -hmm. you said, "Well, this is why you're wrong." Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So a few drinks, I might do. So that. that's fair. Sit down now. Yeah, sit down. Now. I could be like that. I but that being said, uh, you know this new Triple H era, and and you know ever since SummerSlam, I have kind of gotten back on the WWE train and you know it took a little while I think I think uh I started back on Peacock when War Games okay yeah, I, yeah. I was off Peacock for a few years that's um, right and that's uh, right because I was telling you like you started watching bits of it on on YouTube and stuff you were yes. finding the, the spots that that, that people were liking yeah and, you know and if it was like if it was a raw or Smackdown I'd watch it on Hulu right um, what right. I love about Hulu's raw and Smackdown is hour and a half no commercials. no yeah. commercials no it's commercials no commercials Raw's shorter uh, the I 
I wish I got all of Raw just without commercials. I know they cut out stuff that they're trying out of the less important stuff, but that stuff to me sometimes leads somewhere. And there's also but, some acts that I enjoy just because I enjoy it. But a lot of the times, like 20 minutes after it airs, they put it on social media. That's true. That's so. true. But see, I'm a fan um, of somebody like, I like the Maximum Male Models. <laughs> yeah, right. Right? They well, crack me up, but they cut them off raw. They, <laughs> they, they cut they cut them off, but they also put tons more content out on YouTube they and do. stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Because they have pre-show stuff. It's whatever. But, um... Goofy yeah, wrestling, man. I, like I am back. Back in the saddle with WWE. I, uh... And... I gotta tell you, Uh... There was some people who gave some negative scores on on uh, Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I loved it. In fact, I think the men's Royal Rumble ah. this year might have been one of the best ever. I will take away the might because I totally think it was one of the best ever. I, you you, you got to think back 35 years and like, you know, like Ric Flair winning that that that's like that was a a really great rumble. Um but this rumble, there were, there were no dead spots. Right. There were memorable moments. Mm-hmm. There were storylines. Um, there were, man, like top talent. Well, they also did two things that I thought were a good indicator of the overall change for the positive that has happened over the past few months. Yes. One, they gave the audience what they've already basically told us that we were going to get and what the audience has told them they wanted. Mm -hmm. One of the things that the audience told them they wanted. Yeah. Um, So if you haven't seen the Royal Rumble, spoilers are coming. Yeah, yeah. Say that now. Move on. It's literally been days since it came out. So there you go. If you don't like wrestling or you didn't watch the Royal Rumble and you don't want spoilers... Turn it off now. Okay, yeah. so um, they gave us Cody winning. Right. Instead of at the end swerving us out of it somehow. Mm-hmm. Right? They also were really smart, I think, to not put Sami Zayn in the Royal Rumble. I was going to talk to you about the placement. And mm-hmm. that, that that's one of, the, one of the things I have on the notes is, yeah. is specific placement. Okay, so... It, despite it being one of the best Royal Rumbles ever, mm-hmm. and if you put it on last, you wouldn't be disappointed, right? Correct. Um, and, you know, three-hour pay-per-views are great. Now they're going for five hours mm-hmm. and change. And um, at the end of the night, you got a 60-plus f- minute match. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think it lasted like... An hour and a half, hour and 25 minutes, something like yeah. that. Um, it's hard to keep the fans happy. And I think a number of things. One, well, first off, the, the very end, you couldn't have that. No way could you have. During the show right. and then go to the Rumble. Right. That's number one. Number number two, I think that the placement of it was strategic because in years past, you, you, you like you said, Sami Zayn not being in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Sami was in the Rumble, the whole 52,000 people that were in that building would immediately revolt against Cody. I agree. Yep. 
Um, and if Cody hadn't have been number 30. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Coming. Exactly, exactly, yes. Um, I think the, the rumors and the, the, the things with the surprises and every year there's a different surprise and this and that. Uh, this year, what was it? It was just Booker. And yeah. he was in and out. The women's match had more surprises than the men's match did. Right. But but I think, you know, I've heard criticisms of, though, there wasn't enough surprise. It was like, there doesn't need to be a surprise if the match is good. Yeah. If the storytelling is happening and the match is good and you're telling continuous... There were so many different stories being told in the Rumble that I just thought it was great. And, and it... Dude, it, it, it hit all those, it checked all those boxes. It was tons and tons of top talent. Um, I mean, it was big guys. It was literal big guys. There was yeah. a lot of fucking meat in there. <laughs> there yeah. was, uh, you know, but, you know, it, it teased uh, a Brock Gunther thing. Yeah. Um, you had Sheamus and uh, Drew McIntyre in there for a long time carrying some stuff. It didn't feel like they had to fill things. Like, they didn't go, okay, we could possibly get some surprises. Mm -hmm. um, what were the surprises this year that, that everybody's worried about? Sammy. Right. Uh, Rock. Mm -hmm. um, Zack Ryder. And was there somebody else? I feel like there was some... I guess there was, like, a little bit of rumbling about Austin or whatever. Yeah, there was there was something about that, but I didn't think that was going to happen at the Rumble if it's going to happen. Right. You but, know? but I, I, you know, if... If you have a bunch of these blank spots and then you just, like, you're not able to execute and then you throw in a, you know, whoever. Who, like, just a guy. another Break up a tag team and throw him in or you could have put in a Dolph Ziggler or whatever. Mm -hmm. It would have way less impact, I agree. right? Because because now you have all these top guys, all this huge talent, and well, Ziggler now you got a space. Ziggler wasn't in the rumble, was he? He wasn't. He wasn't. I didn't even notice. And then you got to just do all this like fill in the blank kind yeah, of stuff, yeah. and they didn't do that. They didn't do that at all. I mean, they did have you know, and they they worked it perfectly. They put in you know the broken up tag teams, mm -hmm. and then when like a Brock came out. And you're and and in years past it would be like, hey Brock's gonna come out and you it doesn't matter who you have in that ring right it could be He's all clear your in top, the ring. top guys your your top talent no matter what and he'll clear the ring and then he'll He's, wait for people he's clearing the ring right, right. we this, didn't have that moment at all this year that it was and great I'm so glad we didn't it was great you know what he did well, clear did the ring have. he did he dumped out Gable he dumped out yeah. this guy he dumped out that guy and that's believable and that's great and that's that gives him his his shot but. Yeah, it was, I think it was just really well done all around. I, I love that what we did have this year was Sheamus and Drew McIntyre sitting together in a corner every now and then trying to make each other laugh because you could see them mm -hmm. just cracking up or yeah. reacting to things that are happening in the ring. Like yeah. just watching Sheamus react to Booker T doing a spin -a rooney Oh, yeah, that was great. Was hilarious. Yeah. I, I, like, I don't know. It feels like there's just more personality being added to things yes it's not just hitting spots and i don't know if it's just i don't know if it's a general mindset just because i've liked the product more mm -hmm. lately um i love the fact i i'm one of those people that i don't i don't want to see the rock at wrestlemania no. fight roman reigns i don't want to see steve austin fight brock lesnar nope um that's the rumor and 
if there was no story already with Brock Lesnar, then yeah, give it to me. That's great. Yeah. But they're telling a story with Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Yeah. I like Austin better than both of them, but if you've got a story going... Give me a story. Give me the story. Um, Rock against uh, against Roman, like, you've got Cody or Sammy are two vastly better choices storyline-wise. Yes. And and it's not even storyline-wise, like, you can, take a, you can hiccup over it and then pick it up later. It's like, these things are happening and culminating all at the same time. And that, to me, is, like, great planning and great yeah. writing and you've caught on to things mm-hmm. and I like the idea that they're they don't have to rely on bringing in Rock or Austin Agreed. because they don't have anything going on for certain yeah. people they have stories they're telling yeah. more than one um, which I love I think that's yeah. great who was your um, like there were a lot of standout moments at the Royal Rumble uh, you know like there's always a lot of Things, yeah. Sometimes it's the uh, the the Kofi spot, which we didn't mm-hmm. get this year, and hopefully he didn't hurt himself he, too he badly. Didn't, he didn't. He he came out on Twitter. Yeah, he he came out and he was like, two years in robes, bot botched a spot. But yeah, you know, it, this was a nasty fall. Yeah, yeah. He, he's his head rocketed back. Well, it hit the it hit the um, uh, the table. The table. Right? Yeah. yeah. I was um, like, I was like, oh my god, neck injury, whiplash, something. something. Yeah. Um. He's, uh, and you know, like, cool. I'm glad he's okay. That's the main thing, you mm-hmm. know. But so normally you'd have the Kofi spot, you had the Naomi spots for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, it was the John Morrison spot, right? You know, the 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 clever ways to not get eliminated. Mm-hmm. So that was something you always looked forward to, or you looked forward to whatever big guy would come in and clear the ring, like Brock and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I I never loved those moments. I never loved those moments either because it was always people that I liked better getting thrown out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, I did like the only time I ever liked that was when Austin came in that first Royal Rumble that he won. Yeah, and he was throwing people out, and then he was sitting in the middle of the ring, like like sitting on the ropes, and, and looking, at, looking his at his watch. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was great. I thought that was cool. But at the time, who didn't love Austin? You're talking about the yeah, legit was... number one guy. It right. wasn't like they just put a, a big dude in there. Yep. Um, so this year they had uh, they really didn't have that many crazy spots. They had one. Yeah. <laughs> that that I think will live on. In, in and be replayed for the rest of time. <laughs> yes. Whether yep. whether Logan Paul and Ricochet ever do anything else or get ever any again. higher in wrestling at all, they will be on highlight reels for, for the that. rest for the rest Just of time. Splat. Dude. Yeah. I was like, what just happened? Like I saw them I, I was like, okay, they're gonna both springboard in and do something. I did not it didn't even cross my mind that they would be capable of both jumping so far that they met high in the air, very high in the middle of the ring. Yep, splat body on body, <laughs> car crash, plane yeah, complete, crash. Yeah, complete. It's like what yeah. just happened? That was that was awesome. It was an awesome spot. But I, I I feel like and and I've heard some people actually criticize this year about not enough story. I think there's a ton of story Dude. in there. You had uh, little things like the Rey Mysterio not showing up mm-hmm. and Dominic coming out with coming his out with mask. mask. You had Furthers the story. Edge. You had Edge coming out and Destroying then Destroying Judgment Day. And then 
Rhea comes out, and then Beth comes out. Beth hits Rhea, which carries over to the women's. It's another thing. Um, you had you had Logan Paul faking people out, and yeah. you know what? Everybody was like, Cena Logan Paul. I think it might be Seth Logan Paul. I me too. I I think that me too. A, I was a like very planting seeds, man. Thing. Uh, you you got the the furthering of the Bobby Lashley and uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Story. Um. There was so well, much you story. Had, you had storytelling of Sheamus and McIntyre saving each other, but then that ending up costing the both of them. Right. Yep. Yep. So, so there's we there's could like, even lead to Mania and have Sheamus versus McIntyre again because there could be there could be a seed planted. Yeah. There. I I think I think that uh, showing their closeness mm-hmm. was again story story yeah. story story. And they kept and then the they f- rest of the brawling brutes out of the out of mm-hmm. it entirely. Yep. Right. That's another good reason to have. So many people on the roster that are exactly. believable. You know? Exactly. Um, and then, you know, and then there's the Cody story. There's there's the, the Gunther story. I was going to say that. Superstar of the Rumble for me was Gunther. <laughs> came in came in at number Dude. one. Dominated. Not only dominated, but never, never appeared on screen and looked like he was either resting, wasting time, no. Or waiting for something. Nope. Now, I will say some of Gunther's timing in different spots, and I don't know if that's on him or who he uh, was with, was was a little shaky, and I and I do not like and and far be it from me to be an armchair guy that's gonna criticize how somebody does. I, I think something I know where you're gonna yeah, go for it. But I do not like how anytime Gunther's about to be clotheslined over the ropes, he's already he halfway turns over. to face the ropes and goes over I, I, I like think that. I think that uh, that's just something that he's either a not comfortable with, or you know maybe he he's had an issue in the past where something has happened. Yeah. Um. I listen. It looked stupid. But oh, hey. But honestly, that, maybe that's like nitpicking. Maybe for, that's his me. Bret Hart face first turn buckle bump. You know, Ooh. like maybe that's just how he does it, and it's different, and it looks different to us, so it looks weird to us. Right. Could be. It. I mean, Bret taking a chest first turnbuckle bump just made it look more vicious to me yeah this makes it look like you're about to go over the rope yeah now i like that he saved himself the first time yeah and so i was like okay but then this you know it was just i don't know yeah nitpicky yeah for me but gunther was was my and i'm not even a huge fan i wasn't a huge fan of walter Oh man, um, I, I loved I, Walter. I thought he was cool, but I just thought he was this big dude that would just hit people for real. And I was like, okay, go he back, slapped people in the chest. Great. Go back and and I was there. I was actually at the the match, uh, NXT Brooklyn. I forget which WrestleMania it was, uh, but him versus Pete Dunne. Oh, I saw it. It was great. F- phenomenal match. Great. And Absolutely. the guy, the guy, he he treats the. He treats the the smaller guys the same as he does the big guys, yeah. and he's able to tell a great story. It took me a while to to get him. It took me honestly um, when I really started getting him was him and Sheamus. Yeah, in, that, brutal. in the um, brutal matches. Clash of the Castle yeah. thing. Uh, I just thought that match was was like Sheamus. I think is I maybe he's not as underrated now. Right, he. You know, it took a while for me to like him. He, I, I always liked him. I always thought he was cool, but I never thought of him as like a. Uh, oh, this, this dude's, this dude's a, like a worker. This, this guy. Right. Um. But 
man, he's so good. Yeah. <laughs> like he's so good. Yeah. Uh, so that that's where I started to kind of like my opinion started to turn on Gunther. But then I was just kind of like, all right, like he's cool. I get it, but he's not standing out to me. Yeah. And then um, him and Ricochet was great. Yeah. And I'm not that big of a Ricochet guy. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that match was really great. It made me notice both guys differently. And then, dude, in the Rumble, like, I became a fan. Yeah. Like, I'm watching, and I'm like, this guy is is an integral part of, and, and he's so aware mm-hmm. of everything that, again, there there are times in a, in a Royal Rumble match where it's, like, it starts to get chaotic, and you start to see, like, you also, you see people just kind of, like, taking a powder in the Chilling. corner. Yeah. You know? And it anytime he was on screen, it never looked like that to me. Yeah. It always looked like he was... He even even when he was like down on a knee or something, he was scanning the ring, looking th- like he was planning mm-hmm. something, something next. storytelling. Yep. And so he really stood out to me, and I, I'm I'm so glad that they had him go the distance in yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. And honestly, like if it weren't for the fact that like they needed to either give us Cody or Sammy as a winner, man, I wouldn't have been upset with with no. him winning either. I like nope. I was like. Holy shit, this guy got made I, tonight. I, th- listen, I liked Gunther uh, back in the Walter days. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was my favorite giant murder baby, because that's yeah. what he, he looked like, a giant murder baby. He did, yeah. Um, but, you know, and then I got upset that he got skinny and, and, right. and jacked, and yeah, he, he won me over again last night. Right, right. He's, he's no longer my favorite... Giant murder baby. But I don't. I don't think he would have been coast to coast in the rumble if he was. Uh, if he was a giant murder baby, still. Yeah, maybe. But yeah. I tell you what, like him and him and Cody went another twenty. Oh minutes. yeah, yeah. It was like a regular match. Like another twenty they went, minutes. They went a full match. And like Cody looked a little gassed at points. Yes. Gunther didn't had full wind mm-hmm. after uh, he set a new record for the amount yeah. of time. Yeah, in he, the beat, he beat Rey Mysterio, and literally at the at the end had another twenty minute match that was full on. It was a great match, and he looked like he could have gone on their twenty. Like yeah. that dude is a machine. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, listen. Overall, Men's Royal Rumble this year was fantastic. I One loved of my it. Favorites. One of I, my favorites. I do. I do think that is it is possibly. Yeah. Again, like like we said, it's uh, it might be might be my favorite. Might yeah. be if not, it's definitely top three or four. If you're a fan and you didn't see it, I'd go out of my way to watch it. Go out of your way. Yes. I yes. really wouldn't. I'd watch the whole thing because, like, there really, Yeah, it was worth it. There was, it was no, worth it. There was no dead air. Nope. There really wasn't. Nope. Um, all right. So let's so move on. Move on. Uh, pitch Black Match. That was up next. All right. Um, I, for whatever reason, really, like, I want the best for Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Everybody does, right? Everybody like does. I like I, I don't know much about him, the person, but I've really been into everything he's done, mm-hmm. and like even the things that didn't work, I was always just kind of like, man, this dude is is creative as hell. Well, and and, and I, not even knowing whether he was creating it or not mm-hmm. at first, just being like, this guy's all in. Mm-hmm. On whatever he's doing, he is completely one hundred percenting it. Uh, so I like that. And then the more that I learned about how much he's involved in in what he's doing and how his his brain kind of works, 
made me like him even more because mm-hmm. he's so artistic. Um, I thought that uh, finding a way... The thing I didn't like about The Fiend was I thought The Fiend was too... Once you turned the lights on, yeah, I was out of it. Mm. I was like, you, now you're you're a dude in a mask, in a wrestling ring, right? You're not, you're not a killer, you're not a you're not a monster, yeah. you're not this, you're yeah. not, and and it just kind of like it's it was hard to um, suspend disbelief at that point. Yeah. And it's also like, how do you do that character as a professional wrestler? He's got to be able to lose. In a, in, a, in a real... Like, if you're trying to present it as... Uh, not real life, but... Right. But, they're, you know, well, they, they, they talk about wrestling as... They a, are you need to suspend. It. You need to... Sus- bleh, you need to, su- to suspend right. disbelief for a little while. But it's still a very grounded world, right? Um, so it's it's but tough. I, I, it, it's one of those things where you know, like, shit, man. Undertaker did it. Well, Undertaker, forever. Undertaker did it, but he but he didn't go that far. True, true. He didn't. Yes. Okay. You know, he wasn't. Um, he wasn't a, a horror movie slasher villain. Yeah, which is, I think, just. Tough to pull off. Yeah, because you've well, got I think you've I, got this uncontrollable monster villain. Yet they pay attention to the rules of being in the ring, and they never attack fans. And they're right. they're trying to pin somebody. And you know what I mean? Like there's there's too many things there to I, go. This is an unhinged monster. Right. I I think I think that um, yeah. You, you when you when you when you present it like that, um, I always thought the fiend was one of those things where it was like hey i'm gonna be nasty right it's and and it's it's not me it's him i like that but you're you're right sometimes you can't go too far into that space without things kind of going well you know well because you're asking you're asking people that don't occupy that space to act like they do for a storyline or a right. match right you now, you have to have Randy Orton act like yeah he set someone on fire mm-hmm. and they're burning in front of him mm-hmm. right yeah and that like you, you have to or or there's goo coming out of somebody's face right you know and those things that's where it like it sometimes it can get a little too campy. I don't want to say yeah too carny too campy for me yeah. um, if it's not done in a funny way mm-hmm. and it's because then you're trying to make you're it's like you're you're trying to make me look at it like it's really happening it's like yeah we all know it ain't really happening <laughs> right right now but what, I what will about say, this new Bray character so what I what I really liked about the pitch black thing is that he found a way to create that spookiness in a visual way that could be done by a normal person mm-hmm. you know he wasn't he wasn't coming out in a mask he wasn't um turning it it was like you turn the lights off and all of a sudden all this demonic is on him they did they did a really cool uh quote magic trick of of making him look normal and then making him look 
really creepy and evil, mm-hmm. which I thought was great. I think that's really cool. Uh, I liked the visuals of that match. I did too. I like we could go back in time and talk about the fiend red lights. I hate the red lights. Awful, because you can't see anything. Right. Uh, we could talk about the Sinkara blue lights. Mm-hmm. Those were equally as awful. Equally awful. Yeah. Um, but this worked. Yeah, this worked it, really I well. I thought it was kind of cool. I I kind of wish they they didn't do it so late in the game, but I wish they um, they used that visual kind of thing with the kendo sticks. I wish they yeah. did that a little earlier on. I did like how it left marks on him. That's what I that yes was so cool. yes I think using um, things that that. Put blacklight paint on right. You know, even the even the really splashing cool... confetti. Yeah, you know, it made it look like like glowing something. It was interesting. Yeah, it was it was, it was, it was cool. something that happened. Um, yeah, I, I I loved the concept of the match. I think the execution could have gone a little bit differently, yeah. especially with the like like we said the hitting with the kendo stick, showing the marks, like the fact that it happened the last three moves of the match and then right. he fucking won. Right. You could have utilized that a little earlier on. Now um, I wonder though, but what did the crowd see? Because that was a quiet crowd for that match. Well, you know what? I don't. And it was think, lit for TV. I think. I think. So I'm wondering. I do think that there's a definite possibility that that was not a match meant to woo the well. It was more made for TV than it was yeah. live. I think it's a big swing, and I respect the hell out of it because they sure. didn't, they, didn't, they could have gone cinematic and just did something cinematic, but they did something for the live audience too. I don't know how, if, if, if you were there or you, uh, you, you saw it live and, yeah. and you have an opinion on this, let us know. Write mm-hmm. us, please, because I really am curious as to mm-hmm. how that came across in the arena. Mm-hmm. Um, on TV, you got the close-ups. You got to see all the drawing on Bray's face. You got to yeah. see they they did close-ups of his red eyes and yes. fangs and like yeah. all that kind of stuff really came across. Yeah. Um, whereas in the arena, I wonder if Probably really didn't come off you really well. you saw LA Knight's tights. Yeah, you know, and you saw that Bray was glowing, but it it could have just looked yeah. like you know like like a thick Jeff Hardy. Right. I mean, hold on a second. So I, I think that um, I think that would be an interesting thing to find out is to find out from somebody who was there what that kind of looked like because again on TV there was so much detail yeah there was so many details on his face yes. there were numbers and words and all this kind of crazy shit mm-hmm. that was going on um, that I, I I'm curious because clearly that was cinematically shot. Yeah. Or, or, or at least in a way that yeah. was focused on for us to see. Uh, quick reminder that this show is brought to you by our brand new sponsor, Mythical Beards. Check them out, mythicalbeards.com. You can get stickers, you can get hoodies, you can get all that kind of stuff. But most importantly, you can get shit for your face. Keep your beard fresh, keep it clean, keep it groomed. If it's good enough for Mick Foley, God damn it, it's good enough for us. I'm wearing the Kraken right now. I am actually wearing the Dracula. Nice. And that's why I smell like an old-time barbershop. 
If you go to mythicalbeards.com and use the promo code BACON15, you get 15% off your entire order. The show is also brought to you by our good friends at grillyourassoff.com, where you can also get 15% off of your order of all spices, grilling rubs. They're uh, delicious freaking sauces. Yes, delicious sauces, all that kind of stuff. Every season is grilling season if you like to cook. Yes. So definitely check it out. Grayrassoff.com. Use the promo code. Bacon because it'll keep grilling season all year fucking long. 15% off with the promo code. 10% off at drinkwildbills.com where you can get all kinds of great sodas, which we've seen lots of mixers for. So keep sending them in. Hashtag drinkwildbills. Hashtag what's your bacon. Mm -hmm. Send us your your beverage options of choice and yes. also poddex.com you can see them in an, another part of the show yes indeed. but both of those 10 percent off you use, use the promo code bacon so yes. check it out let us know what you think let us know what you got use them find them if you can't remember what we just said go to baconismypodcast.com everything's there check it out thanks for watching yes i uh i like all that stuff um now the stuff that happened after. Yeah. What I now that was definitely for the live crowd. You had the fireworks, you had the Yeah, you had the other, fire, you had the Now I don't know if the crowd saw the, the puppets up there, the, the Firefly Funhouse those, they guys. Weren't puppets. They were those well, were I'm saying the oh, characters. Okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Gotcha. Um But uh what did you think of that spot? Um I thought uh you know what? I think that in the dark it's probably really hard to drop an elbow on somebody. Yes. Because that yeah. looks overshot, which I'm sure was to protect L.A. Knight. Right. But right. it looked overshot, and I saw people complaining about it already. And I was well, like, people, man, people bitch about everything. People complain like, about Chris Jericho falling on. off the top of a, the, the blood yeah, and guts cage. Yeah, you got a guy risking like, his life you know what, man? to jump off something. That ain't easy. And another guy <laughs> risking his life to sit underneath somebody who's jumping Give him a break. Yeah. I mean... Um, I thought it was cool. I'm curious as to that story because I, it's confusing me because Howdy comes out and attacks Bray. Mm -hmm. Bray comes out, says he is Howdy. Howdy comes out to mess with Bliss. Howdy comes out at this and does a dive mm -hmm. for Bray. Mm -hmm. So I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm waiting to see where this story is going because right now i'm like okay what's happening i think here? there's a lot of things at play here yeah. um I, the, the ending to me kind of for me it's like okay this is story progression yeah it means that all these people exist in one spot in one world um maybe you could do um like a stable kind of thing story behind it and yeah so there there are ways and listen that would be pretty cool to build that Builds a story like that to a war games, right? Right. The whole Wyatt Six thing that yeah. that was kind of rumored. Um, so out. yeah, I, I I do like that. Now, you also brought up the next match that we got to talk about. We well, talk before we get there, where do you think L.A. Knight goes from here? Because he did a great job of building himself in this feud and getting himself over with the crowd and working the crowd. Okay, he's a talented LA Knight, dude. L.A. Knight is uh, somebody who was misused by WWE mm -hmm. for a really, really long time. Um, I I think that 
you could probably draw comparisons to um, Robbie Root. Okay. Um, I so funny enough. I didn't get LA Knight. I didn't get Eli Drake. I, I didn't get him yeah. because you know he didn't have a great run in NXT and he didn't have a great run so far in in main roster stuff. But this past Thanksgiving, um, I could not sleep. And for those of you who have Pluto, mm-hmm. uh, Pluto TV, um, they have an Impact Wrestling channel. Now I, I always made fun of TNA. I made fun of Impact and stuff. Uh, I took a great appreciation to the product once I started listening to Jeff Jarrett's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so it made me go, okay, well, you know what? Like, I like a lot of these wrestlers. Yeah, a lot so of guys in Impact. Why don't great. I just check out what they have and some matches? So it was a lot of random stuff. But uh, what made me real realize the type of star that Eli Drake slash L.A. Knight was, was that they had this Thanksgiving uh, Impact Wrestling uh, uh, marathon. Because okay. their shows were classically on a Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they would have this match that was uh, like basically a, uh, a match that the loser would wear a turkey outfit. Okay. And one year... It just ended up somehow becoming the Eli Drake turkey trot of it's something. I forgot. I forgot the name of it or whatever. Okay. It happened for like three years, but he like he basically hosted it, and and it was you know once he was the, the Impact Champion or he was in the running for it. Another year, it was just like he just hosted it, and he'd have like two teams, and he would do the commentary and he would do the setting up of the match and. It was just his show. Okay. And and I watched like two or three of them and I was like, fuck, man, this guy is good. Like <laughs> he's, right. I get this guy. He's got a personality. He's, if they let him use that personality on WWE TV, no problem. And that's exactly what they did. Mm-hmm. They took the, they took the, the chains off. Right. And they were like, okay, man, do what you do. And he, he took that ball. He ran with it. Where where he goes from here, I don't know. I hope I hope it leads to more TV time. I hope it leads yeah, to him just, becoming. He just got put through a, a stage. legit you know heel. I, mean? like, I, I I hope you know he's not gonna. He's never gonna hit the contender for Roman. He's not gonna. You know, it's not gonna happen. But I hope I he know. I hope he becomes a major player on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he because he's great. He's really good. He's a really really good wrestling heel. Okay. Yeah, I was curious about that because I was like, he did such a good job getting himself over in this that it it didn't feel like he was being fed to Bray. No. Right. Um, at first it did. Oh yeah, because well, what had he done before that? He did the, right. the models thing. Right. Then he turned on them. And then you were like, okay, well, this guy's going to be a face now. And then he became a heel. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, so that was a little... So shit creative. So I was just yeah. wondering, I, I was wondering what you thought about that. Because I'm like, huh, I wonder yeah. where he's going to go from this point. All yeah. right, so let's let's move on. Moving along to Alexa versus... Uh, Bianca. Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot take? Yeah. I never really liked Bianca Belair. Really? Never liked her character. 
she's she's very good in the ring. Mm-hmm. She's 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 a good wrestler. I don't like the persona. Um, I don't. I don't get it. Still, I don't know why. Okay. But um, yeah, I'm. I've never been a big fan of her. It's been it's been better since NXT, and right. I mean they 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 were going the right way with her in NXT, but then all of a sudden just something switched and it just got turned off, and I I just don't I don't know I don't get her, um I don't get her. See, I, I have I have an opposite take because I I I like her a lot. I I think she comes across as talking like a a normal like a person would talk. Like I don't, I don't feel like she's reciting. Um, I did I, in NXT, but I don't anymore. Uh, I don't think I, 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 I get that, but at the same time, it's, it's like I don't feel like you're reciting, but I don't feel like you're very good either. See, I, I, I do. I like the little things that she does. She has, she has little, little things that that I notice. Um, I, I like that she wears big enough earrings to the ring when she goes to talk so that when she is about to get in a fight, she, she has to take a, them. She off, makes yeah. a production of taking them out where she's like, I'll oh, bitch. I'm gonna, like, yeah. I love that. I think that's great. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's such a great visual thing yeah. that is so easy to do. And it's, and it's something that she's doing. I think that, um, I think that when she talks, she's relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I think she sounds like she's just talking. Which mm. I also like, uh, and I think she's very good in the ring. I think yeah. like um, I I thought there was something about her when I when I saw her in the May Young Classic. I was like, they they said like something about like it was super early. She was super green. It was like a couple months into her learning, mm. and I was like, damn, if this is only a couple months into her learning. She's gonna be I, great. And, and I, I'm not trying to like draw comparisons yeah. or, or anything like that, and. Whatever, and but she, if that was the case, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just drawing compa- comparison and, and just comparing her too, especially with Jade Cargill. Mm-hmm. Her first match, I was like, "What is happening? And why is this like a thing?" Now. She's improved, like oh, in it, like percent. insane, yeah. insane imp- imp- improving, yeah, at improving, and 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 it's and she's only getting better. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that with Bianca. I I feel like there were incremental improvements, and then it just kind of like okay, she's okay. I th- I feel like it kind of stopped. Okay, for me. Um, on the other hand, Alexa. Um, her wrestling is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I do think in years past it was better. When they I gave her too. when they gave her like title runs and stuff like that, I, I, I think you know, maybe 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 she's got her, her eye on other things that, you know. That, that she can do after wrestling and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I, I, I've heard interviews where it, she's kind of alluded to such things. But, man, when it comes to a character, doing a character-driven story when she's not Bianca's fucking lackey. Right. 
Dude, second to none. Yeah, she's she. I like how much she sunk her teeth into the Wyatt storyline from before. And now she her really got into all that stuff. I thought that was really great. And too. when she came back, too, when she came back after Mania and she was doing those therapy sessions, mm-hmm. entertaining as hell. Yeah, I thought loved that was it. Great loved too. it. Um, but then they just were like, okay, well, mm, we'll put you with Asuka. Yeah, they, bland, like, they blanded her out a lot. Um, yeah. And it, well, and I think with Alexa, it came across, at least on TV to me, like she was. She went from, and and this is again, dumb dude in a chair that's never been there doesn't do it. Yeah. Um, but it seemed like she went from being really really enthusiastic about doing something, to just collecting a paycheck and just kind of being there. It just didn't seem like she was super into it. I don't know if that's how it was supposed to come across or what. I do think it is a little bit, especially towards the end of. The end of this past face run, mm-hmm. um, heading into War Games, it was very much painted that way. Yeah. That she was just kind of like, I'm there. Right. Um, I think they should have leaned into it a little bit more. It would have made the turn that much more impactful. Well, and maybe it would have made it seem like a storyline instead of making it seem like the person wasn't enjoying her job. Right. To me, again, to me, you know, like. I, I I think I think the 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 way it was painted, you know, I, I I think that people can become very distant, yeah, and I think that's kind of what they wanted to do. Um, I think they just went too subtle with it, and okay. she and 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 again, I think that she's really really great with character work, and if she looked like she was in the ring and just completely detached. Yeah, it's well, probably she, on purpose. Yeah, yeah, did her job, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind but of I what was, I felt. I've been less interested in her because of it. Uh, there, okay. I wasn't. There was nothing for me to grab onto where I was like, I wasn't pulling for her because she was a good guy now and and got through her therapy and was trying to, you know, like you know what I, I think. I disconnected from that story. I thought like, I don't like her theme music, especially when she had such cool theme music before. That that weird like bump 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 that crazy theme music was awesome. Mm-hmm. Her presentation was awesome, and she was like the most over person in the company <laughs> at one point. I, I think, and I think she got like it. It had to like suck to have when Bray got fired, and to to know that like every time you went out doing that character, people just started yelling, "We want Bray," and mm-hmm. you got she got the shit end of that. Yes, yeah. to the point where they had to cut her Pull off plug, yeah. from being that because it was so just connected to him. I think that if they're going back to that or a version of that or something close to that, I'm in for it. Yeah. But right now my jury is out on whether to be interested in what she's got. I think on. I think this this heel turn is is like a double-edged sword because I mean Bray is kind of a face. I mean he's considered a face, right? Yeah. Um Howdy, the the whole thing. I don't know. I I think it's just a very weird like state of flux. I think you have to turn her heel to embrace a darkness, but eventually she'll kind of. I I don't know. I think it's just weird creative. Um, yeah. I didn't love the match itself because again, it's you know, it was very it was it was okay. 
I it was I, okay. It was it, it, after after watching the men's Royal Rumble, and you know, it was just it was it was a okay match. I will say for how much they both said in the build up to this match, how. Uh, how they were just there to rip each other's faces off and the, and and all that, that was kind a bit of stuff. Of letdown. Then to well, I I just think that then if you go in the ring, and you're doing headlock takedowns or or you're doing you know like any kind of wrestling move at that point, even if you're a wrestler's wrestler, I I think that, and again, dude in a chair, but like storytelling to me, like if I think you're mad. And you're so mad that you're going to rip my face off. I want you to do what Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar do when they see each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it can't be contained. So if Alexa and and Bianca were just clawing and biting and punching and, and there was no semblance of a wrestling match at all in there, yeah. it would feel more like what the buildup made me feel like feel. it should be. Yes. It didn't feel like a fight. Mm-hmm. It felt like all this anger, and then when they got in the ring, it was like, ding, ding, and let's have a match. Um, there was bits of aggression in there, and honestly, more from Bianca. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And and I'm like, okay, uh, which I like, because I, I like Bianca. I think she's mm-hmm. good. I think she's, she's good at the storytelling aspect of it in the ring. Um, so, but that, that's was a little bit of a letdown to me too. So yeah. that wasn't my favorite match of the night. No, no. Um Okay. We should keep it rolling though. Keep it rolling. Uh, we don't want another two hour Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so uh next was the women's Royal Rumble match. Um I gotta tell you and and this might not win a lot of people over, mm-hmm. but man I mean, there, there, are, there are some great things in that that happened. Yeah. There are some fun things that happened. But overall, they, they, they need more believable, good talent. Well, they need to focus on the talent they have and give them more time. Yes, 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 yes. I think yes, if, you, yes. if you only have one or two women's matches per show... And they're the same women every time. If it's just Sonya Deville and Charlotte on SmackDown and no one else is involved, and then when they're done, then you can bring in Shotzi and mm-hmm. Raquel to do something for a little while, and then that's it. Yeah. I, I think you're you're missing an opportunity to create a more uh, more investment from fans. Uh, there's a, yeah. there's I think there's a lot of really talented um Women on that roster. No, you know what? I I agree, and I, I take that back. They they need more time. Yeah, I to, just think to, they need to time get to people stories. invested. Yeah. Um. Now, now the I took the match as a a bunch of storytelling for the future, right? Mm-hmm. I think they did that. Like the women's Royal Rumble to me was almost a we're going to reset some characters and show you some things without having to bring them back on TV a certain way. And then we're also going to tell Rhea's story. If you if you look at it from a story standpoint, mm-hmm. they did a great job. The match itself, I'm going to be completely chaotic. honest with, chaotic, messy, yeah, and bad. 
Just bad. It, it, it was yeah. bad overall. There were definitely times where when I thought you look people at it were going to get hurt. When you look at it from a, a, a story point of view, you know, you got your control, uh, you know, damage control, mm-hmm. uh, Becky issue. Great. Run and damage You've control, your... literally eliminating almost everybody, yeah. working like a team through the whole time. Which is great. The most team-like they've been. Mm-hmm. Really. Like, yeah. I, I thought this, this was a better outing for damage control than... Um, they've had i agree i agree um so yeah you've you've got that story that c- continues um you know i had in your notes you got i i made my list listen, of oscar dude the fact that she came back with that old japan style mm-hmm. man if she doesn't start like lighting chicks up and then feeling them up afterwards <laughs> what are we doing here i i don't think we're gonna get that i think i think we're gonna not get, likely but i think we're going to get a um, a mix of the two characters, mm-hmm. and right now the name of her character in Japan is escaping me. Um, uh, I can't remember can, what it is, but can, but grab it quick. Um, but yeah, when when she came out, uh, I I love the idea that Asuka needed to go find herself and like went to Japan and found herself and I love that you know like um, came back with this and and honestly Corey Kana. Graves. Kana, that's right. Kana. Corey Graves sold the hell out of it because you know as soon as as soon as she was coming down and the new music hit and she had the new uh, the new mask on and then when she took it off and had the full face paint and he was just like, I feel like something bad's about to happen and it's it was just like, yeah, something yeah. bad's about to happen, uh, and I loved it. Oscar is one of my favorite, absolute favorite wrestlers yes male or female i don't care like, i agree like just one of my favorites i, I agree. love the presentation mm-hmm. i love the music i love the look i love i love her interactions her in the ring. her music is a low-key banger yeah the new one too the new one too <laughs> the yeah, new yeah, one yeah, too. yeah the the old one was great you know i love i love that old song and uh i i even liked goofy screaming in Japanese Asuka. I, I did. Yeah, but there like, was a charm to it. But killer Asuka, man. That's what we is, want. Is, that's, that's what I wanted to see just because she's so... She can make everything look so vicious. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh yes, please. So that was exciting to me. I I love that Piper Nevins got her name back. <laughs> Thank God. I love that. I love fucking do drop. Like, I, I love me? that the announcers kept saying, do drop it. <laughs> I yes. do yeah. drop it. Like I love that they kept doing little things like that. I like the announcing the whole night. Let's let's talk about that towards the end. All right. Uh, yeah. So I, I love I love do drop um becoming Piper Nimmons again. Um Chelsea Green coming back. Chelsea Green was funny to me. I never got her. I still don't get her. Um, uh, I, she's a character. I'm she's waiting a, to see more. She is a character on the indies. You know what? She can actually wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that she's going to get her wrestler flowers from WWE. I think they're going to go more of that character, that that comedy character, because she does it so well. She got presented that way there. Very, but, very... Yeah. spoiled and everything which i think is cool man but I, I think it's cool but I, I i do think that she's a super underrated talent in the ring and i think that uh it's a mistake if they don't utilize that a little bit um i enjoyed how they used nia Jax, and i, I loved don't, i don't how, like nia Jax. i loved how they presented it i can't stand nia Jax either 
I hope this is a one and done. I really, really do. I doubt it. I, I, I've heard mixed things yeah. about it. But um, yeah, you know what? Like the if you're gonna use her that way, is like look at this asshole. <laughs> well, and, and then before not, I will say something. Nia Jax does really, really well is her on-screen mid-match interaction her speaking when what yes. she, what she yells when she's yelling yeah she's really funny yes right like i think i think she's got great comedic timing i think so um i don't think any of those things that became memes were were that because naya just tripped into something i think no that, i that think was it's strategic. her being her yeah, I, I think some of it would probably bet with people in the back that she could say something. Oh, get, oh, yeah. Something, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Th- like, that was to pop the boys. My hole was definitely... That was to pop the boys in the back. Right? For like, sure. Um, so those those things about her make me like go like, I would like to talk to Nia Jax. <laughs> I bet she'd be super fun <laughs> to like sit yeah, and yeah. talk to. Um, but I don't enjoy watching her wrestle. No, no. Because it, it makes you feel like somebody's going to die soon. Right, and I and I, I would think that that was because she's so good. If it wasn't for the fact that like a lot of people got injured in a row, is right. that bad luck? Is that the other people being not great? Is it uh, who knows what that is? It could be but a it's number like, of things. But... If you have if you have one person in the ring and people consistently are getting hurt in the ring with that person, but those p- other people aren't getting hurt around not that person, mm-hmm. I think then you kind of have to. Look at it and go. Okay, now, hey, maybe she went home and 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 worked on it and trained and and got better and. No, who knows? she didn't. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> no, here, she didn't. I'm here for but, it if she comes back but, and kicks ass. I'm yeah. I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. But I like how she was used. I thought that was great. Yeah, like was she good, literally it was, came in. It was well done. And was like, I'm the shit, you bunch of bitches. And then they all just beat the hell out of her. Yeah. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was well done. And then uh, let's just say it, Rhea Ripley winning. Um, that was Man, that. Okay, Ripley's so, another one of my favorite wrestlers. So, so Men what or I, women, I don't care. I, I, yeah, she is great. Um, I, I, I do think that was a safe move. I do think that, as uh, and listen, I, I, I don't love Raquel Raquel Rodriguez, right. but um, she could have probably used that win more than Rhea Ripley. Yeah, but what's she gonna do with it? Well, I, I, I think that marquee? she's got. I, I. I think that she's got a ton of upside to her. Upside I, again. Yeah. I, I I don't particularly love her or anything like that. I, I prefer. I, I think her, she's okay. I prefer her in the villain role. To I be okay. I yeah. I, I like the heater. Yeah. Like like the heater to like the heavy to somebody else. Yeah. I I, I, I like her I, as yeah. Diesel. You know what I mean? Yes. I, I exactly. Like, exactly. I, I like I like, I like that. that. I don't like the. Um, Overly Bubbly, smiley, the the um, show me all your teeth. The uh, Encanto, uh, right? Um, I'm not as big of a fan of that character. Uh, I think she's like Luisa from Encanto. So, but I I think when you're in this situation, if I'm looking at the Royal Rumble, right, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at the 30 women that were in this Royal Rumble and who I thought were legit shots at winning to face either Charlotte. Or Bianca, mm-hmm. right? Because right now, that's what you got to look at. Yeah. Do I want to see anyone against either of those two more than Rhea? I don't. No, probably not. Right? Because what woman has consistently killed it on TV every week 
See, I think for me, for me personally, I do think that the fact that there are two women's championships mm-hmm. and there is space for another woman uh, makes me feel like there are there are people on the roster that you don't need to win a rumble to be like, oh, they could be a contender. True. Becky Lynch. Uh, Bailey. Uh, Asuka. Mm-hmm. Go down the list, right? I think Rhea Ripley is on that list. I think now Rhea Ripley is officially on that list. I think. Oh, see, I saw her on that list before this. I, and I, I agree. But but I will also say I wasn't mad that she won. Yeah. Because I do think that the women's evolution, uh, you know, the, the big four, all that stuff uh, – I do think that those guys are kind of getting to the point where they're going to be not phased out, but they don't need to be champion. They don't, right. They're going to become, I think, sooner than later, I think Charlotte is going to become just a, a an attraction, a lot like a Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Um, just just to for her longevity. Charlotte's so like Charlotte is so much better. No, oh, yeah. Then everyone on the women's roster and, and most probably ninety percent of the men's yeah. roster. Interruption. I was gonna do the hold up, <laughs> but that was better. Nice. There's no time like today to take care of your your hygiene. Indeed, indeed. And one of those things that can help you if you're a man or a woman, even yeah. Uh, Manscaped. Manscaped can help you with their uh, their lawnmower 4.0. Yeah. Uh, their lawnmower 4.0 has skin safe technology. It's a ceramic blade. It's waterproof. It's got a nice little uh, LED light, so this way you can mm-hmm. see underneath all those those crevices. Shave your privates in the shower in the dark. Don't actually do that. Don't do that. But you could. Yeah, you could with Manscaped. Because you have a light. Indeed, indeed. And for guys, uh, listen, uh, the perfect package uh, 4.0 is like where it's at for you guys. Because it comes with not only the lawnmower, not only the weed whacker for your ear and nose holes. Well, we got one. So, yeah. So, bring it up real quick. What you also get... So, yes. For one, you get the lawnmower 4.0, which is ceramic blades. It's not going to cut you. It's got a guard so you can... You know, make sure that you got a trim in some spots. You got yes. to the skin in other spots. You make sure that that beanbag's shiny. You know, we also have some... Package that beanbag in... Underwear. The underwear. Yeah. It's got the, uh, the little ball pouch. It does have the ball pouch. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Separate. It's technology. Um, this right here... I like this. ...is for when you are shaving your balls. Yeah. It's little placemats, so this yeah, way... Like, it's like a newspaper! Yeah, but then you just you, you shave them, you crumple it up, you throw it away. No mess, no huss, no fuss. Yeah, right. Is that, it's is also that got it some. It's it's got some fun, funny articles in it. It as does. Well, it so. does. It does. One you. Read. I recommend you definitely read it, yeah. but not while you're shaving your nuts. No. Uh, there's the ball deodorant. Yes, I, I use it every day. Crop preserver. And the crop reviver. I don't use it every day, but I have used it plenty. It of is times. pretty fantastic. You need that midday spritz. Yep. Just. Psst, psst. Go for it. 
freshens you up right away. Who doesn't love a little spritz on the beanbag? Exactly. And where do I keep it all? Well, right here. The shed, baby. You know what? The shed is a pouch for the things to clean your pouch. Exactly. Right? Right? I use it personally for my toiletries when I travel. You do. I've it's, seen it. I, I've got I've got multiple. I've got a few of them. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Manscaped.com. Use the promo code BACONPOD. You get 20% off this entire order plus free shipping. Uh, not only can you get the Perfect Package 4.0, but you can sign up for their program where they will send you new stuff automatically. New blades. Every month, every two months, every three months. You decide. You decide what you need. If you need new blades every three months, they'll send you new blades every yes. three months. If you want to check out uh, maybe the crop mops. I can't talk about the crop mops enough. They're my favorite thing. Yes. Uh, get those. Get those every month. When you anyway, come and you hang around. out with us and we see you and stuff like that, we always have crop mops on our person. So yeah. It's make like sure a business card, us. but for Manscaped and not us. Yes. So go ahead. Yeah. Manscaped.com. Promo code BACONPOD. 20% off. Free shipping. Call it a day. Thank you very much. Yeah. And we're back. And in different clothes. Yeah. <laughs> if you're watching. If you're watching, we are in different clothes. There was a Quick change. There was a there was a situation. There was a situation yes. that cho that caused us to stop, and then uh, I had to go take care of some business. Right. Uh, it was my dog having allergic reactions uh, to shots he got. Okay. That day, so um, yeah, we promptly canceled this the rest of this episode for the day mm -hmm. so I could take him to the pet ER. Yes. Yes. He's okay. He is okay. He's Which fine. Which is the main thing. He's back to normal now. Uh, this is three days removed. He was so. barking at me on my way right back here. So I was right. like, hey, you're good. Yeah. I saw him. I checked out his face a little yep, bit yep. through, it's, the, through the window. Not, it's not huge anymore. He looks good. <laughs> um, he doesn't have hives and stuff yet. So we're good. So um, I'm sure we did this in a way that it was seamless. There was probably a commercial. There was there was a commercial, or maybe there was just one of those weird old '80s wavy edits. Oh, I can add those in. I can add those in too. I don't know what you, I don't know what you did. I have. I I'm have sure done. it's great though. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, where were we, we? We where were we? We were <laughs> Ladies Royal Rumble. Uh, okay. And Charlotte, she's just going to be an attraction soon. Yes. And. Uh, Rio Ripley was the right choice in my mind mm -hmm. to 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 take the whole thing. I love that she came in at one and mm -hmm. did it from one. Makes her what the fourth person in history to do that, something like that, fourth mm -hmm. or fifth. It's, all, it's a very short list. Um, so it like they're showing a lot of confidence in her. Yeah. Um, so I think that that is great. She's awesome. So I agree. I agree. Uh, last but not least. Main the event. main event. And this is, uh, man. Well, you know what? There's there's two things here. Uh -huh. There's the main event match. Right. Which was a good match. It was a good match, yes. They didn't do anything crazy. They didn't need to do anything crazy. It was two total pros doing a great Telling a great match, story. Right? Yeah. Um, the, the one thing I will point out is I don't know if I ever want to see that Backwards head to the steps. No. Bump oh my God. Ever again. No. Uh, the f he did that once, and I was like, oh. Yeah. 
and you saw that he kind of got his hand back there. So it was like, that was close. And then he did it again, and he didn't put his hands back there. And I was like, that, no. Yeah. I don't like that bump. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like that I don't bump. like it either. Um, if, if Kevin Owens listens to our show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kudos to you, sir. Or if anybody if that listens to, to that. our show, anybody that listens to our show that can get this message along <laughs> yeah. to Kevin Owens. If you're able to do that with, with zero risk, it looks amazing. Uh, oh, my God. But, dude, don't scrap your brains, brother. Yeah. You're one of my favorite things on TV. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. You're, you're, you're great. You're too great. He reminds me of you a lot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like... I get I get a Wayman vibe from Kevin Owens okay. all the time. Oh. And I love Kevin Owens. He's like yeah. one of my favorite things on TV. Oh, cool. But yeah, I definitely like uh I, I'll take that as a uh as a good thing. Because yeah. I, I like Kevin Owens too. So Dude, that's great. he's he's funny, he's the fucking shit, man. Um and uh and, and just when he gets mad and he yells. Oh yeah. Right? Like yeah. w- like your frustration. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen you at the frustration. Where a Kevin Owens-esque explosion would do you wonders. Yeah, yeah, that could I've be seen, fun. I've seen it there. And I'm like, yeah, yeah he's a KO. <laughs> going to tap into my inner KO. Yeah, fight women, fight. Mm. Okay. I like I'm it. in. I like it, definitely. Um, if oh, you uh, if you agree or disagree, let us know yeah, in let the comments. Know. Let us know if, yeah. if uh, Mike reminds you I KO. have a KO shirt that I have cut off, so mm-hmm. I could just, yeah. yeah. I'm in. I, I'm, I'm all in on it. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I love the match. Uh, so, I yeah. love the story. The story is fantastic. And, Dude. you know, uh, I thought, uh, here I was, and, and I'm happy they didn't. But that whole, uh, the whole ending thing, right? Uh, it it was long. Yes. It, it went long. It did. And I'm glad it went long because it, it, it added to that tension. It added to that build. I thought they were stalling because they were going to bring Rock out or something, mm-hmm. and I'm glad they didn't. I'm super glad they didn't. Yes. Uh, and the whole Sammy thing, and that was great, but then Jey Uso. Jey MF and Uso. Who, who let's, let's remember, he started this. Yes. Well, and let's remember how it started. Mm-hmm. It started... In a cage, in an I quit match, where Jey Uso would not quit, his brother came in to try and save him. His brother, who was injured, who then Roman put in like a neck lock and forced Jey to quit to save his brother. Injured brother, yes. Right? So he watched a similar thing play out right in front of him. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and like, my brain immediately went to that. And I was like, is WWE long-term this storytelling? Long, like, like, two years long-term? Yeah. And uh, I I loved that. Mm-hmm. I, I really did. I wasn't expecting it either, which is super no. cool. Because no. I was expecting, literally, them to just all beat the shit out of Sammy. Mm-hmm. And then we move forward to somehow getting to Sammy and Kevin, Sammy and versus, Kevin versus the Usos. Yeah. Um, uh, I was worried a little bit in terms of like, oh man, I wonder if the fans are going to turn on Cody. <laughs> um, I I don't think so. 
I I don't think so either. Um, I did I did see Raw last night, so mm-hmm. uh, but I'm I'm trying not to factor any of that into any of what I right. like. I'm trying to stay everything I would have said on Sunday. Yeah. So I I didn't think so, and my my thing was keep them away from each other. Right. And as and long as, as possible. much as possible, and have them not reference each other. Well, I think I think they they need to just keep them apart and let that story play out. Now mm-hmm. what what. Now let's talk hypotheticals. Where do you yeah. bring this story? So I think the J thing is not a complete red herring. Like not, not you know, I think it's going to happen with right. Jay. And I think Jay is going to be the guy who who eventually goes against Roman. Mm-hmm. The, the guy with, with actual blood. Right. right? Uh, but I do think that we are going to get... A reluct- I think Elimination Chamber is going to be Sammy Roman. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. And Jay is going to be in Sammy's corner. Oh, okay. And he's going to turn. Oh, okay. And that's going to lead to Kevin Owens coming back to help. See, I could see... Um, I could see Jay being in the same position that he was in and having to make the same choice again. And making the same choice again to let it burn longer. So then now Jay is also looking at Sammy with a almost a jealousy of like, you did what I wanted to do and couldn't do. And I'm going to take it out on you for it. Mm. Um, I, I see Jay being conflicted with uh, Jimmy. I. I see. I, I I would. I really, really want to see a nice long story for Jay. And, yeah, they have and a there's a lot of, of ways that they can making do that. a big singles um, star out of but, Jay. But I think the way you you button this this up is by going. Jay turns. They defend the titles at Mania. Mm-hmm. Take it. Take him off. Uh, you know, Sammy and and Ko take him off the Usos. As far as Roman is concerned, one of two things have to happen with him. Yeah. Either one, he's got to hold on to it for a whole other year. Okay. Or Cody takes it. Yeah. I. This doesn't work. This really doesn't work. And, and I've, I've heard a lot of hypotheticals. Oh, you can take it off him at this. You can take it off him at SummerSlam and this and that. No. That's... The way I see things is the biggest culmination does not happen of of the biggest storyline of the past, you know, however many years, let's say. You don't finish that up at SummerSlam. Yeah, I think we have a two-year build already. Now, what's, what's crazy in that is does... Okay, so if Roman doesn't lose the title... To Sami Zayn, do you still have as good of a story? Okay, my because it issue... was never about the championship; it was about Sami's place mm-hmm. and being in. So I think that's a story that doesn't need the title. I think that could really, honestly, be a thing where um, that occupies Roman. Um, but I think. The, the the thing we, we we've got to remember here too is um 
I, you know, even when they were talking about Sammy maybe winning the Rumble and facing mm-hmm. Roman and stuff like that, this great underdog story, how it plays out, this and that. The the problem you need to worry about is then what? So, right. It's great that you wrote this excellent conclusion to to this great understog, uh, underdog story. Mm-hmm. But what happens after that? Do you, do does do we have the confidence? that creative is going to write a good title run for Sammy. Well, that's, yeah. So that's where, that's where I'm kind of thinking the same thing where I'm like, I don't think regardless of where Vince McMahon fits in or doesn't Mm -hmm. in this world. um, I don't think that WWE is going to build itself around Sami Zayn. Right. I and I don't, don't think they're not going to do that. I don't think they're going to do that with Jay Uso either. But I do think that they might they may do that around Cody. They they will. Right? Yeah. Um so I think that you have this built-in story with Cody chasing the championship. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That happens to have Roman Reigns in it, right? And then you have this Roman's occupied by this other story. You have this story that needs Roman Reigns, right? So um, the Cody story, I think, has enough to it, even with him coming back from injury and being gone for seven months. Right. It's still a year build, more or less. I, I don't think you're going to get the mileage that you would have out of a Sami Zayn win, like as far as uh, emotional investment from people. But I think you're, that's the that's the next best thing. Yeah, but that you're going to get. But I think I think you 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 give Cody the chance to be that face fighting champion because mm-hmm. they'll they're going to put they're going to write good story for him. Yeah. Um, I'm just, again. I'm 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 talking from watching and and history and stuff like that. Um, after these underdogs finally win titles, the the way that they book them afterwards, it it's hard to book a champion as an underdog. Yeah. Unless you make them the underdog again. Right. And quite frankly, the way that it, things were written, like perfect example Daniel Bryan the way that was written and the way that played out after the fact was sad mm-hmm. it was like he oh, was Kofi he was worried about Kane and mm-hmm. his his soon-to-be wife and they're running away from Kane and running driving away from the thing it's like that's not how you book a champion right uh so that's that's why I'd be worried about Sammy winning the title from Roman. Mm-hmm. As much as I would have loved that story, the, the what what needs to be realized is this is not a story that has an end. Right. This is a story that has to keep going on for another fifty two weeks this year, and fifty two weeks next year. The uh, those are the so arguments so I'm forth. hearing is is just between Cody and Sammy. So my la- my last question I'll ask you on this. Um, is who do you think becomes a bigger star by getting the championship, Sammy or Cody? Cody. 
I agree because I think Sammy is there. I think Sammy gets as soon as he hit Roman with the chair, mm-hmm. the crowd erupted. Yeah, and then as Roman was beating on him, we got a "fuck you, Roman" chant. The way that all played out, the heat that is on Roman. I mean, listen, when he came out, the way that the the entrance went and everything, everybody had their fingers up. Yep. It was that's what I'm saying. Hardcore, like, uh, you know. Very much into Owen, uh, Roman. I mean, if if Rowan's, uh, Owens wasn't so over, mm-hmm. uh, I think they would have been booing him. I think so, too. But but he, he's got too much goodwill and respect behind it. I think so, too. And I think that's the same with Roman. But the second all that played out, and the fact that Roman walked away with that heat mm-hmm. was chef's kiss. Yeah. I don't, chef's I don't, kiss. I don't think... That's what I was saying. I don't think Sammy needs to win the championship from him. Um, I think their their feud is not about that. I agree. Which makes it feel more personal. Yeah. Right. Right. Where? Yeah. So it's it's you either have the title or you have right. personal fight. And then it puts it's an interesting place storyline wise for a writer. If I was writing it. Like and I was in charge of writing about where Roman's head is at. He has this personal issue, and then he has this challenger that just won the Royal Rumble that's coming up, that's going for a legacy, and is he's split between these things that he's having to deal with, and I'd make him like annoyed, mm-hmm. and then losing it and frustrated and like all these things this is where the wheels fall off that that roman can portray really well because he's great very good yeah so uh i i liked i i loved how they ended it yeah i I really did i thought it was great um at first i wasn't crazy about sammy hitting him with the chair just the visual of it where i was just like huh i wonder if there was a different thing they could have had him do but it was that take back to the shield thing, you know, it just reminded right. me of other things. But um, but the way it played out from that, and, and as soon as the crowd roared after that, I was like, oh, okay, that's why I don't write for wrestling. Right. Um, it was just, man, you just got swept up in it, which I thought was great. It was well done. Yeah. It was very well done. Absolutely. So probably one of, probably, well, definitely up there in my top Royal Rumbles. I I agree. You know. I agree. I, I know that there was a lot of uh, people on uh, on social media canning it and and panning it, or whatever. But honestly, that's what they do. Uh, that's yeah. That's that is what they do. And I do think that, and this is me. I was down on WWE for a while, mm-hmm. but this restored my faith in them. This this storytelling, the match quality overall, uh, everything made me. I'm a believer again. Hey, man, good TV is good TV. You can't argue with it. Exactly. You know, that's that's what I think as well. So, uh, yeah, thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. Thumbs up, baby. All the way. Thumbs up all uh, the way. Two bacons. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Two bacons um, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, real quick, I do want to do super duper honorary mention because mm. we did talk about it. Well, we talked about how we were going to talk about it in the episode earlier. <laughs> right, right. Uh which commentary. Totally the same day. The commentary this year awesome. was fantastic. Awesome. And I know that there are um, 
you know, there are old school uh, people who, who kind of think, oh, well, if you're not getting it over, you know, getting people over in the ring and you're trying to get yourself over, blah, 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 blah. Listen, the, the, the dynamic between Cole McAfee and uh, Corey Graves mm-hmm. was fantastic, and it put me back in that, like, Bobby Heenan, Gorilla Monsoon era. Corey Graves is bringing back his, and forth, bringing his best Heenan lately. He really is. He, he's doing really well. Really and is. and and what I like about McAfee is I think that because he's Pat McAfee, he's not going to get in trouble. <laughs> so, I agree with that too. So he he brings out this other side, and then also he he you know not that Michael Cole is is awful or anything, but he humanizes him. Yeah, well, and I tell you what, Michael Cole with with the quote the cuffs off, so to speak, um, sounds way more natural. Mm-hmm. And, I agree, and is great at his job. Uh, he's I, just yeah. super annoying when he's repeating the same things over and over again because somebody's in his probably, ear. Yeah, it's probably stuff doing he's been it. telling him yeah. to do. I also um, I did find out the one thing that I will say that I learned since the Royal Rumble that I did not know then that makes me like the commentary even more from mm-hmm. that. Was that uh, Graves and Cole? Neither of them did knew not know that uh, McAfee was going to be there at all. Yeah, when they heard his music, that's when they first knew. So all that when you heard, when you heard yeah. them reacting to it, that was real in the moment reactions. And I feel like that set them up for the rest of the night to just be loose and be ready to go. Yeah. Well, I I think I think from what I understand, the original creative was for him to come back during the Rumble. Yes. As a competitor. He had told them that he wasn't going to be able to get in shape in time, and he didn't want to disrespect the Rumble. Yeah, which is awesome. So, so yeah. yeah. Shout out to the commentary. McAfee. Cheers. uh, Commentary. Graves. Cole. I I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. Yeah, I really don't have any... uh, I have little nitpicks from the Royal Rumble, but... Yeah. Man, like, when you you hit me with... uh, What were there? Five matches total? Mm-hmm. And when the three main ones that are anchoring the show are as good as they were, I I'm in, man. You give yeah. me you give me that percentage of thumbs up. Yeah. And the others, I didn't really have a thumbs down. Yeah. It wasn't, I, I just it, it you know, was just it was filler. Yeah. It was it, filler. It, exactly. Like you don't. Yeah. There were things I liked and didn't like about other other aspects, but overall, man, like if you. I don't expect any pro wrestling um, premium live event <laughs> to be uh, to be like my thing a hundred percent. It's not going to be. I like aspects of everything, but some I like better than others. Yeah. And and uh, it's everybody. And I'm a nitpicky. Um, I'm into the story. If you can draw me in and make me care, then I care. And if you don't act like person would in the story in the in the confines of the story you're telling once you're in the ring you lose me okay so there's always going to be stuff like that all right so before we sign off one quick one yeah did you watch the post rumble press conference yes i am in in one sentence tell me what you thought um you know what i didn't watch it front to back i watched it in sections so um I mean, I. The thing that stuck with me is is uh, 
Cody and Triple H were my two favorites of the people that spoke. Yeah, I I think it's awkward. I think it's awkward because nobody know if they knows if they're gonna be honoring kayfabe or they're not honoring kayfabe. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess if I watched them all together, I it, maybe would have got that. Yeah, it it was it was very weird in that Bray's way. Bray's interview was interesting that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like Rhea, Rhea was happy mm-hmm. and talking about how much she respects things and stuff like that, and then kind of slipped back into character and. It was just very weird. It yeah. was very weird. Um, I think any so, pro wrestling press conference type of situation like that, it's going to be like that, though, because yeah. you have to stay on both sides of that fence. If, I mean, it's, if listen, it's all kayfabe. We can't, we can't all be CM Punk at a, at a press conference. Well, we saw how that turned out. I'm old. <laughs> I'm fucking tired. And I work with a bunch of fucking children. Yeah. I use that. I'm gonna eat these donuts and run down everyone in the company. You yeah, know, like, yep. Um, but yeah, it was, it was very awkward to me, uh, you know, because it was like again riding the the kayfabe thing, and it was like, yeah. okay, it's cool, but also like, um, I don't know what I'm feeling. <laughs> I also right think that that's partially on the press, though, because you need to ask questions that don't force them into kayfabe. Don't ask them storyline questions. Well, I think the issue is is that I'm, ask, I'm, I'm sure who are you you're going to pick Rhea. But don't ask that. Well, I think because you think, know damn well she's going to pick who she's written to pick. Right. <laughs> I I think the the issue is is that uh, I think the when they when they let you into a press room like that, mm-hmm. you you have restraints, you have handcuffs on, so you got to watch what you say. Sure, but don't ask so. them about storyline stuff. Right. And then you won't get kayfabe answers. Yeah. Yeah, ask makes it, sense. You know, I, I, think that's, I think that's part of it. I think just as much as the wrestlers have an awkward way of navigating it, it's because they're being asked questions that force the issue. Yes. You know? And it's like, you're not going to get a scoop from these guys. Like, what, what, do, you, what do you think... What do you think this is? <laughs> this is where this, this information is going to come down? Not on Raw? Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. No problem. All right, sure. Ask your question inside the ropes. Like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, um, Sean Sap. Let's. Uh, he's actually a better one. He's pretty. Good. Yeah. He, he's, <laughs> he's he's probably good. he's he's the best of the bunch. He's pretty for good. Sure. Yeah. Um, him and uh, Raj from mm, yeah, uh, yeah. wrestling. Inc. All right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Thank you for uh, joining us for this Royal Rumble recap. Yeah, I hope you had um, fun. We went a little long and uh, because we went like really in depth. We're still trying maybe, to figure this out. Maybe next time, <laughs> next time we, because uh, I wanted to, I wanted to touch on like old Rumble stuff. Like, right, like, right. For, so maybe next year we, we like leading up to the Rumble, we do something okay. like that. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. So yeah, we'll we'll do that week of Royal Rumble. That's, we just need to not be so long winded. I think. I think so too. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. All right. So maybe we'll be less long winded. Maybe not. But until then, find Mike. Yeah. At me, my own self, Mike. All the socials. So, at something heavy. Music. We have a new single coming out this month, nice. February, February, nice. and we're gonna be uh, actually. If you're patron on Patreon, it is out now for you guys. Cool. Patreon.com slash Bacon is my podcast. If you want to check it out and get it early, get in on all that stuff and help us out a little bit, uh, you can find me 
at uh, Jimmy G Shoes over on all the socials. Uh, my band Craving Strange at cravingstrange.net. That'll give you all the socials and all the stuff there as well. Our new song, Me What You Say, is out now. It's been out for about a month. So check it out. Let us know what you think. And, um, you know, be cool to each other. Yeah. Go through this world like the kind of person that offers someone a slice of bacon from your yeah. plate. That's how you should walk through life. Yeah. As a as a as a bacon concierge. Wow. <laughs> there should be more of those. There should be more of those. Like just in in the world. Yeah. Just walking around randomly. Right? Right. That would that would definitely be my bacon. That would be my bacon. You should let us know. What your bacon is. What's your bacon?